there are a lot of choices for employee benefits and a lot of different brokers in town that you can work with. Today, we're going to talk about the employee benefits that are most in demand for 2020 with Melissa Winden from Hub International. You don't want to miss this episode of Let's Make Work Optional. Welcome to this episode of Let's Make Work Optional with True Wealth and Company in Overland Park, Kansas. True Wealth and Company incorporates strategies and products of the super rich to help you reach your financial goals and make work optional. And now, here's Brian Sarf, President and CEO of True Wealth and Company. Welcome to Let's Make Work Optional. I'm Brian Sarf. We're here every Tuesday at 5 a.m., and I hope you are too. You can find the Let's Make Work Optional podcast on iTunes, Anchor.fm, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Today we're joined by Melissa Winden, a benefits risk consultant with Hub International. Good morning, Melissa. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It's great to have you back in here with us to talk about employee benefits and health insurance and all those good things that you talk about and spend so much of your time and effort dedicated to helping business owners understand the complexities of that marketplace. Absolutely. Thanks for having me back and looking forward to having a good discussion today. Absolutely. Let's start off with in the employee benefits business. So how did you get started in this business? So I spent the first 10 years of my career working in compliance for law firms. And in 2013, as a director within one of those law firms, I took on the role of recruiting, hiring, and developing an employee benefits plan. That included vetting broker relationships and working with consultants, like the role I'm in now. And I became intrigued by the strategy involved and really getting to know the business and the consultant side of the relationship. So what does it mean to be in compliance, working in compliance in a law firm in health insurance? So the compliance role was a little bit different than the HR and employee benefits related work that I was doing. So the compliance itself was specific to the industries that I was working with with the law firm, managing audits and things like that. The human resources and recruiting was an additional role that I took on later in my career. What drove your love for getting into this business? What do you find intriguing about it that you wake up every day saying, this is, I just love doing what I do? I think through my human resources experience, I saw the importance of the health and benefits to the company and to the employee and recognized that a good broker experience and good employee benefits created a better work environment for the employee and also had a direct impact, a positive impact to the business. Their benefits are so personal to them. Absolutely. And their families and what they're paying, what the employer's paying, and then just trying to navigate the waters. Absolutely. For regular routine stuff is one thing, but when life gets complicated and you have to have an expensive surgery or you have a diagnosis, then you really dig into what you actually have. Absolutely. And that's where the consultant and broker relationship is so important for the business itself because it is the job of the broker to make sure that the employees understand what resources are available to them within their insurance carrier, within the organization itself. So wanting to be more of a consultant within those walls was a motivator for me. Well, and supporting that ongoing service. Absolutely. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as an employer, I don't know the health insurance plan inside and out. Exactly. And you shouldn't be expected to be the expert in that. Absolutely. (laughs) But it's great to know you have somebody to call. Absolutely. That says, hey, I have this going on. What do I do? Right, right. And being directed to the most cost-effective care and resources that can support you in the event of an unexpected event and support your family and keep you focused on 
getting healthy and getting back to work. Yes. So how do you find that you're best able to help business owners? So I think the key is asking questions and getting to know the business. So getting to know the owner and what the expectation, what are the goals? So listening to what those goals are and determining how you can create a unique solution for solving any pain related to employee benefits. Right now with such a tight labor market, we're dealing with recruiting, hiring, retention, very competitive and aggressive employee benefits. So working with that business owner and with the human resources department to figure out what their goals are and strategically outline what the plan is. What are the most common benefits that you help employers with? In the past 10 years, the main employee benefits have been medical, dental, and vision insurance. Mm -hmm. We've seen an evolution in that, and that's what I want to focus on today is highlighting where we are going in 2020 with new benefits that are in demand for this coming year and in the future. So before we get there, talk about your target market. So somebody listening, are they your target market or... If you're listening, do you know somebody that you could refer this podcast to that is in your target market that you really find these are these are the types of clients that you can really help and make a big difference for them? So really an ideal client is anyone interested in increasing profitability and retaining employees. So we're not as specific as getting into any certain industry. We do work best with companies that have more than five full-time employees that really opens the opportunity to create an even more strategic and unique solution for them that involves medical underwriting on their medical insurance and allows us to get more in the weeds Mm -hmm. to create solutions for them. Any new business owner that's listening that needs guidance and has not put together an employee benefits package in the past is also an area of expertise for me. So even though they may not have more than five employees, we can put together a long-term strategy to help Mm -hmm. them be successful and create that. Do you have a cap on the number of employees? I don't, no. Anything over five full-time employees. That's really the key, because under five, you can't offer many of the packages. Yeah, you can. So you just need two full-time employees to create a group plan. The issue that we run into there is that you are limited to a fully insured plan. Mm -hmm. So there are age-rated plans that are mandated by ACA, the Affordable Care Act, that the rates are dependent upon your age and your gender. And each of your dependents have their own rate. So there's no medical underwriting, which is the benefit to it, but it limits our ability to manage the cost a little bit. Therefore, the five exactly. and above that it gives you that space to, to be more competitive. Exactly. And provide this. So um, why do companies offer benefits and kind of define the, those employee benefits for us that companies are using for retention and everything else? So employee benefits is really any form of compensation to employees over and above their regular salary. So as I mentioned, we've traditionally seen medical, dental, and vision insurance, and this is evolving very quickly. Mm -hmm. There are motivators for that, which is retention, culture, morale, employee satisfaction. All of those are great reasons for a business owner to put together an employee benefits package. And what about group life insurance and disability and you know, some of the wellness programs that I see mm-hmm. out there from time to time, are those always part of everybody's plan or a small percentage? How does that work? Great question. So when a new business owner is coming into the employee benefits space, 
normally they will ease into the offerings of employee benefits. So they might start out with offering a medical plan if there's two employees, for example. They may then put together a dental and a vision plan. And then as they grow, we start introducing things like group life, disability, either on an employer paid or a voluntary basis, Mm -hmm. and kind of reassess what the employer contribution can be in order to get people engaged with those benefits. Certainly. Because once you add a benefit as an employer, it's hard to take it away. Absolutely. Yes. It's a cost that is part of business that you have to figure into the salary you pay, the bonus structure, if you're doing profit sharing as well, and how all that ties into building that package. And especially if the uh, rates on the employee benefits are growing faster than profits may be in a certain year where you had a down year, but your rates for everything went up. Absolutely. Yeah. And a good solution for that is that first offering for a business when they are just introducing life insurance, disability, any accident or critical illness plans, you offer that on a voluntary basis. Determine what the interest is within the organization. The broker commitment should be to make sure that employees are educated. So we'll come in and and make sure that everyone is aware of what is being offered and the specifics of that. And then, again, as you grow, you look at where people are enrolled and where are people most interested in receiving a benefit, and maybe we can add an employer contribution to that. Which benefits are becoming the most popular as we move into 2020? As I mentioned, there are a number of, of benefits trending into 2020. We've got so many creative things happening with Amazon and J.P. Morgan Chase and creating Haven, uh, which could play out to be a disruptive and, and interesting solution to the employee benefits space. But for 2020, Financial wellness is absolutely the number one employee benefit that employers are starting to offer. When an employee feels financially secure, they're obviously more productive. They are less likely to miss work. They feel better about their personal life and their situation and family. And they're more motivated and happier overall. Partnering with companies like True Wealth that will take on that consultant relationship with both the individuals as well as the company plan helps relieve some of that stress and, and helps them plan for the future as well. We absolutely see that with the employer plans we work on because the employers have a lot of questions. And typically they don't have a resource for the company or maybe on the executive or the management team, some of them have an advisor you know, some of them manage money on their own and some of them haven't hired an advisor yet. And having someone there, I know when I sit in the room, I might get peppered with a lot of different questions because they're things they've been, they've been wanting to ask someone like me, Absolutely. but they haven't had anybody like me to ask. And so having that resource has been fun for them to help them get some questions answered. Then you work and get the plan together mm-hmm. um, so that they feel confident Absolutely. in what they're doing and why they're working and that, that there's an end game to all of it. Absolutely. And they're confident in you once you have managed it well and all of that. And in the groups that we've worked with together, you know, I think meeting with those individuals one-on-one and and helping them feel secure, you guys have done a fantastic job of that with our clients. Thank you. Yeah, we love it. Mm -hmm. We love doing it. This is what we get out of bed to do every day. Absolutely. And financial wellness, though, is as an employer that, like what you said, I just want to echo it. When you have employees that are really in a strong financial position, they're going to make better decisions at work. They're not making decisions out of fear. They're making them out of a position of power. Absolutely. You know, they know they have a plan. They know they have retention. 
you know, they know that they know what their compensation is. They know what they're going to do with the money. Mm-hmm. They know that they're not overspending and that their life's in order. Or if it's not, that they have a plan on how to resolve it, to resolve it and get out of it. Absolutely. And fix that. And just having that confidence at home that that stress goes away is a, is a big deal. Exactly. And the hope and excitement of looking towards retirement mm-hmm. and planning for an exciting future. Yeah, you want to look forward with aspiration and excitement, not, you know, an anticipation and not apprehension. And dread and fear. Mm-hmm. And, yep, yeah. yep, we absolutely agree. I think the other item that falls under financial wellness that a lot of groups are continuing to get exposure to and be educated on, and one that we are really focused on as the advisor is the health savings accounts, high deductible health plans that allow you to utilize a health savings account. So for those that are listening that may not be familiar, a health savings account will allow a triple tax savings on any money that is put into the account. And at retirement age, those funds can be used as um, an IRA. So it's treated just like an IRA. So the idea is that the money is put into the account through payroll deduction, so it's not taxed at that point. And then the funds are used to pay for healthcare expenses. There's a debit card that the employee receives, so it's really easy to use and get get to the money. And the money rolls over every year. So if you don't use it, again, treated like an IRA. Yeah, I think um, kind of where I stand on the HSA, because of the tax benefits, Mm -hmm that I really try and discourage anybody from using the HSA for health benefits because you're better to use cash. Absolutely. Because the money that goes in the HSA is tax deductible. It grows tax-free. Now, you can pull those funds tax-free to spend for medical, so it's great if you if you need it and you have it. Right. It's there. But I look at that HSA account that that's if you have a really big medical expense of some sort. Right. Then look to that plan to help shoulder some of the load. Absolutely. But if it's your everyday copay or going to the chiropractor or things like that that are just some of the maintenance pieces, I wouldn't touch it. I'd leave it alone, especially if you're no longer eligible for the Roth IRA because you're over the earnings limit. Absolutely. That's one of the only places that you get a deduction and you get tax-free growth is fantastic. And there's no income limit on the HSA. Right. So if you can't do the Roth, HSA is your next best bet for the family. Max it out. Let that sucker grow. And then if you build up a little balance in there, you can actually invest that through some of the custodians. Exactly. And you can get more growth than just letting it sit at the bank at a half percent and making nothing. Exactly. There are rumors that the health savings account may be opened up in the future to all medical plans. Be wonderful. Yeah. So that would be a huge win for so many of us. But in the meantime, we continue to educate our employees that have access to a high deductible health plan that allows the HSA account. Any closing thoughts today? I appreciate you being here and enjoyed our conversation, but closing thoughts before we kind of round out this show. I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. And we're excited to see how 2020 continues to evolve and some of the unique and exciting benefits that are being offered. Yeah, it's going to be a fun year, going to be an exciting year and kick off this new decade uh, headed forward in the right direction. So, Melissa, um, how does uh, someone get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to reach out and say, hey, I want Melissa to come and help me figure out how to put some more power and juice into my employee benefits plan? Absolutely. So LinkedIn is a great tool. Melissa Winden, W-I-N-D-O-N on LinkedIn. And my email address is melissa.winden at hubinternational.com. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening to everybody out there to this edition of Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. I'm your host, Brian Sarf, and with me has been Melissa Winden, Benefits Consultant with Hub International. We'll be back next Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Be sure to spread the word about our podcast to your friends and family, and don't keep us a secret. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and don't ever forget, invest wisely, save early, give generously. Let's make work optional. You've been listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com or call 913-653-TRUE. That's 913-653-8783. All matters discussed during this program are for informational purposes only. This podcast in no way shall be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents in any other state than Kansas or were otherwise prohibited. Topics should be discussed with your advisor prior to implementation. Advisory and insurance services offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas.